0: means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
1: Firstly, an announcement you probably heard: um, the congestion zones back on, starting Monday the 22nd. It's going to be um, all week now. You only said it was always all week, but congestion zone was free on weekends. Now it's all week long, and it's more money as well. Like they was ever going to let us get away with it. So now, when we're back to work and we start then some more money, they're going to take it all back of us to pay it off the money that they just had to pay everybody to get right. home. Brilliant. Um, right, shredded wheat. That place in Welling, thats a bit strange, I did a video about it recently. Um, apparently, according to, um, what's his name? My mate. Yeah, apparently the chimneys in the boiler room that you that were standing behind me, um, they used to be twice the size. And now it's going to be demolished for um, 200 houses. I'm kind of a disappointed about that because, I mean, admittedly, it is an absolute waste of space. But at the same time, it kind of looks cool. It's very rare you do rare and I you'll be driving down the road and you'll see sort of like great big metal balls which are a radar or you'll see sort of beautiful homes or but actually see a border cabin on the top of a part of the chimney doesn't happen very often. And according to um Grant Melton, he said in the eighties they used to be able to smell it for miles when we were making the shredded wheat. So oh well. From Luton, I didn't know these things. Although, me and my mate Nigel always used to walk down the Cinder Track on the way to school to Chawney, and we used to walk past Whitbreads every morning. So, there's a huge Whitbread in Luton. So, we used to walk to school and smell a beer. Can I, did it have an effect on me? I can't say. Um, yeah, the Tea Club. Yeah, I'm in with the Argos now. <laughs> six days a week on the Argos. As MPV says, six days a week on Argos. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> um, Hot Wheels, click, Hot Wheels said he was he was working it. He said it was clicky at first, but he said by the end of it, they actually asked him to go full-time. I think they wouldn't want me to go full-time in fairness, but I don't want to do it. I'll do it for as long as I have to, and then when everything goes back to normal, I want to go back to normal. Um, Mr. Ninety Ninety Two says he's on week eight of Argos, um, no day off and doing the PMs. He doesn't know which day of the week it is. Mate, I don't know which way is up. <laughs> It's kind of it does not it does floor you a little bit, but hey, you know I've got another. Theoretically, I've got tomorrow. Uh, no, I've got another week and finishes on Sunday. But then they keep extending the contract. And while it's not that much work on a CX, and there's not that much work on a CX at the moment, I'm happy to have it. It's just money that it's money I know I'm getting, and I don't have to search for jobs in the morning. Um, uh, Jamie Shields says Jamie. I think it's Chills, Jamie O'Neill. Sorry, has been doing seven days a week on the Argus for the last thirty days. It's like a marathon, this, isn't it? It's kind of like Last Man Standing. Um, and Andrew Fry says, regarding that video I did about the tea club, he says, I hope I'm drinking tea at social distances because you could be a super spreader doing the multi-drop. Yeah, I'm not actually drinking tea. I've never actually had a cup of tea there. That was just kind of a metaphor. As you're in the club, people get to know your name. We do social distance when they're doing the picking. Normally I get that they're done on picking for me. And as for dropping off on the doorsteps, I'm gone before they open the door. I've dumped the parcel, knocked on the door, I'm back in the van looking for my next job. Call it social distancing, call it getting the job done quickly. Call it what you like, but I ain't spreading. I don't even see after punters. Right, what else we got? Right, this thing about the O license, I've still got a B in my bonnet about the O license. Still not sure where we're going with this one. If I do at least, if I do go for it and I'll I'll mess it up royally and decide it's not good at least you'll get to hear all about it and so you can learn from my soppy mistakes Uh, as Terry Nicholson says he says he's run road haulage for 28 years he said the O license is a minefield of compliance he also says we went on to say he said they basically set up with a principle that you're all crooks and that you're going to run overloaded vehicles so that they just do everything they possibly can to stop you doing it presumably only the most diligent will survive well, I don't know about that because I had no license back in the day. I wasn't a crook. I just drive a van and marketing back. But we'll just have to wait and see. He also read my book and he was very kind. Thank you very much, my friend. Your, your comments are um, very much appreciated. Uh, right, James Rowan. He said he's putting one of his office staff through the transport manager's course, the CPC type thing. It isn't easy. I've heard this as well. I think the pass rate is something like so. It's not cheap, and the pass rate is 17%. But to me, it's kind of like running um, the Grand National. I can see 40 hurdles in front of me at the moment. I've jumped over number one. I've had a look. You register on a website. And I've had a look at it. But eventually, if you know, I've always said, if you hit your head against a brick wall for long enough, eventually it will fall down. And it's a journey of a million miles. So. We'll still wait and see. I still don't know when they're going to do anything about it at the moment. Anyway, two faced by Argos. Oh, and on the subject of the ministry, Tiffy So Cornwall says, "Have you ever been stopped by Vosa?" Actually, yes. Uh, they don't tend to focus on they don't tend to focus so much on vans under three and a half tons. Although having said that, I know my mate, I know a couple of traders that have been stopped in a Blackwall Tunnel for you know for potentially overloading and stuff like that. Um, I was stopped going up to Manchester when I drove a truck. And I had a brake light out. Didn't know I had a brake light out. So they pulled me over and fortunately it was like it was it was in the summer, it was well mid summer mid springtime or something like that. And it was like two minutes to seven. And they won't let you go until it's daylight, but it was daylight at two minutes past seven. But they did go all the way around the van and they said you've got an oil leak, which basically said you have to get your van reserviced and re-MOT'd within the next five days or you can't drive it. So I really didn't need that. Because it had, like, plenty of time left on the, um, until it needed an MOT and stuff like that. And I had to spend a lot of money doing an MOT that it didn't actually need. But that's what I had to do. So, yeah, it does happen. They're nice enough people. They're just, well, well, i say they're nice enough people. They're traffic policemen. That's their job. That's what they do. So you can hate the traffic wardens if you like, but if there were no traffic wardens, everybody would park everywhere all of the time. So I don't, I don't think it's personal. I think it's just a job like, you know. So kind of was okay. Uh... Yeah, you can do it out. There you go. Right, a bit shorter today, I hope. It's um, getting a bit long lately. We're on to the miscellaneous. Jamie O'Neill, he was a carpet cleaner. Um, he says, You got right, he did a bit easy So He said, well, My van was sitting there doing nothing, so I think he jumped on the CX. And, um, you know, he's, he's working the same principle that a lot of us all, or that I am personally, which is some money's better than none. So if I've got to go out there and I say I'm working, and I keep saying this, if you're thinking about joining the CX, it's tough at the moment. I am working longer and harder, taking jobs that I previously wouldn't do for less money. But at least I'm taking some money. He said the same thing. Um, he also said you can buy a mobile printer with a rechargeable battery, so it kind of fits in a small bag. So if I did, you know, if you ever did need to print, you find yourself needing to print off a lot of um, the customers pods where you have to use their paperwork i guess bluetooth to your your phone or something like that and then you can whip it across that way might be worth an investment at the moment i'm still kind of happy as i am andrew redden says quoting one pound per mile is not enough for a lute and van you will eventually fold i don't plan on cut i mean really ideally i'd like to get 110 120 a a mile and i know that's a backload I know really the, 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 the trick is to get your own customers. So your own customers pay you the good money, but then you end up somewhere like Bristol or Slough or Cardiff, and then you use a CX to go home. That's always what it was designed for. It's kind of changed into something different now, but that was the original plan. I still plan to use it that way, but it takes a while to get your own customers. It's not that easy. And um, at the moment, it's, not, it's virtually impossible. You can't, I can't go on a leaflet drop. I'm not allowed to. So, there we go. Um, Jackpot Jackpot says, can you backdate VAT? As far as I know, yes. But I'm not an accountant. But I believe you can backdate it up to about three months. So, if you joined three months ago, or two months ago, and you're thinking, hang on a minute, I've dropped a bit of a... I've dropped a Google here. I've thrown a Google here. Um... If I get myself out registered, I can go back for all my old fuel receipts and rake it back in. I believe so. But this is where I throw myself on the mercy of my fellow people out there who know much, much better than me. Please educate me on that one and I will pass it on to him next week, if I got it wrong. Uh, Harry's house says, what happens when the shipper sends in, when, when the shipper asks for the wrong van? He went in with a small van he had to shift an American fridge clearly the wrong van mate i'll do a video on that because that's actually worth um pointing out it does happen and uh yeah that, that's 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 a that could be a regular question that could help some people so thanks for that uh, steve campbell says regarding oh yeah steve campbell right i did that video about um the o-license thing and of course as usual in my my inimitable style got it all wrong well not all of it wrong but enough of it wrong he once again this wife I love you know the people will turn around and tell me what the actual speed is he, he sent me a reasonable long um, but you can write in notes but Steve I'm going to do you a video as well I'll do a video with your information because it was absolutely spot on to do I got the thing about laden weight wrong I thought laden weight was the vehicle weight with the goods on board no the laden weight is the weight of the goods but I'll do a whole video on everything he sent me it was brilliant so again if you give me the information I'll happily pass it on that's almost what I do. Uh, Callum Wayne says, "Do you have to be limited to run on the CX?" No, no. I'm still technically, uh, I'm still technically marked as a sole trader. We're gonna go limited as soon as all of this is over because it spreads the uh, risk. But um, if you want to grow, it's probably a good thing to do. But no, sole trader, absolutely fine. I was, I was driving the van for the first before I even uh, just me and the van. Yeah, no, you don't have to be limited. Uh, right, yeah, another one, it's actually, uh, right. Philip Eagleton asked last week, again, thanks very much for your information, guys, about statement of account. And it was one of the firms that asked him for a statement of account. Al, in the office, is actually, um, Al is my partner. He picked it so if a shipper asks you for a statement of account, this is what you do. Go on the CX desktop, go to accounts, go to reports, statement of invoices, then you go to select customer, then select date range, then you type run report, export to PDF, and email to the shipper. Apparently it takes about 30 seconds. So if any of the shippers out there have said we can't pay you with a statement of account, just go get that bit of the video, go through it. That's how you do it, guys. I didn't know. I don't do the office. I drive the van. Uh, Mike Parkin says, can you use a rental van on the exchange? Yes you can. As long as you've got the van, you've got the right insurance, you've got the as long as you've got they've got the details of the van, the insurance, the high reward insurance or light haulage and goods in transit, you're good to go. Be careful. Rental vans are expensive. They will start to eat into your profit. And also, um, if it's like a lease thing, be careful. Sometimes they put um limited miles on them. So, you know, yes you can do it. But you may find at the end of the day, by the time you've paid your CX membership and by the time you've done your rental van and by the time you've done your diesel and by the time you've done your wear and tear, there's not an awful lot left for you. I recommend, if you can, you buy one. Um, Which, in fairness, was another question somewhere. We'll come to that in a minute. Uh, uh, Right. Adam Sher says... um, and did CR said as well, he said, Fuel Genie, this is brilliant, this Fuel Genie, not only does it charge you the price of the bump and not give you the points, but you pay at the end of the month. Apparently, um, CR says, no, they don't, they don't. You, say, you can't get into trouble with them, you know, run up a big bill because they take the money weekly. Adam Sher says, Fuel Genie are now invoicing weekly. So apparently they used to invoice monthly, but they're now invoicing weekly, potentially maybe down to the COVID-19 thing. So maybe they need their money in a bit quicker. I don't know. I don't use them. I use UK fuel. Um who aren't always the cheapest, but they're cheaper and they're convenient and they offer a load of other stuff. It's the ones we just ended up with, really. Uh, Oh, yeah, on the subject of the petrol things, of course, Brian Henderson. He did a link last week. He's done it this week. It's an app you can get called Petrol Prices UK. It's in the notes. I can't put it up as a link because I can only link to my own videos on my website and I haven't got it on the website. It's kind of like... a social media thing where people report on this it's only as good I did have a quick go at it but I used my fuel card so I just did the PP and I know what going to, I'm gonna get but you can go on this thing and it will tell you petrol stations near you and what price they are what price of petrol is at the moment but it kind of relies on the fact that someone's updated it so it might say this is the price a day ago it might say the price five days ago and it's, 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 it's not perfect but it, it, it might be worth a bash give it a go guys let me know how you get on it's called um, Petrol Prices UK it's an app it's free you don't have to I didn't have to sign anything up I just, just appeared on the phone um, and there is a link to it if you scroll down through the notes I can't do it but Brian Henderson has done the link so if you want to click on that away you go oh yeah um, Harry's um I asked has anyone got a job as a result of they actually went and got a job not on the CX from like a local produce he has he said there's like a farm near him. Like it delivers it to London. It's like an organic farm. And he said they needed him. He gave him a day price, five days a week. And off he goes with it. And also Ian Merrick said, he said something pings up on the Facebook the other day, like a coffee shop. And it's looking for drivers. So this might be... Now things are starting to ping back into life. Keep your eyes open, guys. I always say you don't just have to use a CX. It's a backload platform. It can still be good for backloads. But you can get your jobs anywhere. You can get your jobs from your brother-in-law, your uncle, the paper, the Facebook, the social media. Keep your your eyes open. You never know what's going to ping up, right, you know? Um... I'm just—I did have a speak actually with one of my regular customers on fearing that they might shut because you know the pub fitters. And no, they're not shutting. And they're raring to go. And as soon as they reopen, I can get off the Argos oh, The dark side Argos. Um, <laughs> they're actually, really nice people. I don't know. It just knocks you. It just does. Um, what are we doing? Alright, oh, Paul A. Bevan says, What happens when it pings up and they say we don't use factoring companies? I'll do a video about this. It's an it's a senior point. Once again it doesn't doesn't um warrant a video. There's a reason there's also ways round it. Um I'll stick it in a video for you, mate. It might take a little while coming but, back because I'm backdating them now, but I'll get it. Uh, also but he said he's been busy he made a point I mean we're all going on about I mean I'm finding it tough but he says he I've been busy I mean, you know I suppose for every there's always the odd one isn't there he said I haven't cut my prices and he makes a good point which someone else said they, they backed it up and he went if anything they should be paying us more money because we're doing exactly the same jobs as we always did but now we're at risk but the problem is the CX works on supply and demand and so if the demand for if the supply of drivers or the you know, demand massively decreases, but the supply is still the same, sunny price decreases. It's just simple economics. All we hope, and as Danny Boyce says, at the moment it's a shipper's paradise. But when it gets back to normal, let's hope it's a driver's paradise. I hope for that. When. Um, Suddenly, everything needs to be shipped. And there's only a finite amount of drivers. Suddenly, you know, I won't be, I won't be saying one pound, ten, one pound, twenty a mile I'm on my Luton. it's one pound fifty. If you don't want it, don't worry, mate, because there's a job just picked up straight after you, and they'll do it. And presumably, they'll have to pay, because it is kind of frustrating. The fear is, we're well, not the fear, but I'm kind of aware of the fact that um, I think it was something that came up on the forum that a job was a job was paying a lot of money. But the driver got it for, you know, they got the driver for next to nothing. But as the shipper pointed out, and I'm not attributing blame to anyone here, as the shipper pointed out, it, that's what the driver asked. You know, if so if you can get a job, if you're getting paid £500 for a guy to do the job, it gives you £500. And someone else turns up and they say, I can do it for 100 quid, and you know them and you trust them and not, you know it's going to be right, you're not going to say no. You're not going to say, no, I tell you what, I'm going to give you £300 because you might. That's not the way business works, really, I don't think. But we'll see. I mean, like I say, we haven't been shipping hardly anything, and um, I'm on the Argos. Don't mention it. Uh, So we'll just have to wait and see what happens when the whole thing's all over, which hopefully will happen soon because it looks like things are starting to open and things are getting back to normal and the, 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 the death rate's gone down now, which is like, fingers crossed, we're actually through the worst of it and just have to wait and see. It's been a very strange time. It's still a strange time. So in conclusion... Danny boy, I still owe you a video, mate. I'll bang it out for next week. That was on something else. Uh, was that... Right? Oh yeah, Robert Michael. Oh, this is not. No, this is the other thing. Uh, Robert Michael said, "How do you get a van and insurance?" Well, insurance isn't really my thing, but I can I can give you ideas of what I would say if you were going to buy a van. That would be worth doing. Another video there. Uh, Ian Merrick. Yeah, this is a bit. This is inclusion. In this is like this is a bit of. Um, he's delivering a controlled drug for end-of-life care now as far as I understand I mean that you can't that is definitely a necessary key worker as far as I understand that's not like a euthanasia thing because euthanasia is illegal in this country so that must be sort of pain relief like a morphine or something like that I assume so that some of the people also maybe some some of the victims and some people just for other things And not in pain in their final days type thing. And that is a kind of sobering thought as we can all sit here and complain about how things are not really working out so well for us now. It's a bit quiet. And there's some people out there that are, um, you know, on their last legs. So, you know, makes you think, doesn't it? So, Tony Bage got back to me. He lives in Borough and he let me know that uh, Fatos is still there. Please hear it. If I ever go back, i should go and get my potato wedges. Um, and the Star and Gartner is apparently now not the Star and Gartner, it's now called the Star, and it's owned by the Polly. And the Polly's now a university. It'll always be a Polly to me. Um, that's it. That's it for today's Sunday QA. A little bit shorter, not so painful. Hope you're all well. I'll bank some more videos out, answer a few more questions, and in the meantime, take care, take money.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries.